Good morning and welcome to today's devotional for Wednesday, October 26th. Let us start our time together by enjoying some beautiful music and preparing to hear what God is saying to us today. Our scripture reading for today comes to us from the Gospel of Luke in the 11th chapter, verses 37 to 54. Hear the word of the Lord. While he was speaking, a Pharisee invited him to dine with him. So he went in and took his place at the table. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not first wash before dinner. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you're full of greed and wickedness. You fools! Do not the ones who made the outside make the inside also? So give for alms those things that are within, and see, everything will be clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and herbs of all kind, and neglect justice and the love of God. It is these you ought to have practiced without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love to have the seat of honor in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces. Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without realizing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us too. And he said, 
Woe also to you, lawyers, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not lift a finger to ease them. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your ancestors killed. So you are witnesses and approve of the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, so that this generation may be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell them, it will be charged against this generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. When he went outside, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be very hostile toward him and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, may the word just read point to the word to come and may it all work together to point to your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So when I was a little girl, my mom used to sing or say something to me very often at the dinner table and it goes like this. Sarah, Sarah, if you're able, keep your elbows off the table. This is a hard task for me. As an extrovert, I have a tendency to want to lean into conversation, and still I try. I also, when I was in college, received a book in the mail from my mom. It was a book written by an Emily Post and was meant to help me make the best of any opportunities I had to eat at fancy tables. I spent a lot of time learning how to set a table, how to write a thank you note, And I will admit with my own kids, I cringe when they say they did good or talk with food in their mouths. I had an extended conversation with my son Sawyer at one point about why it mattered that he not eat with his fingers. In today's scripture passage, Jesus is angry that the Pharisees and lawyers are focused on his breach of etiquette. But his breach of etiquette is more than elbows on the table or bad grammar. Washing your hands before before eating wasn't just considered good manners. It was considered obedience of God's law. Still, Jesus is angry at the ways his hosts have focused so much on the details of the law, of the outward expression of piety, that they focused on that so much that they cannot see or sense the very heart of the Torah. In their commitment to outward practice, they've missed the inward purpose. It's a good caution for us today, I think, lest we value purity to how we do things over extending hospitality or showing care. It cautions us to avoid valuing rituals over justice. Perhaps we are at risk of missing the point whenever we judge the outward piety of others and value the rigidity to how we do things over people. Such judgment and rigidity only serves to pull us further from God and further from one another, especially from outsiders, those who aren't familiar with our practices, those who are new to our community, and those who are just different. 
Instead, perhaps we can strive to settle the attention of our hearts on that which draws us closer to God, draws us more deeply into a way of being that is grounded in humility, graciousness, and love. We can pray for guidance to inform our words, our steps, and our deeds. We can pray, Father, how can we, how can I act justly in this situation? We can pray, Father, how are we, how am I creating a burden for others that is too much for them to bear? And perhaps with that prayerful self-reflection, that self-examination, the love of God can more easily flow through us and flow through all we do. And we can be more adaptable, more gracious about the outward demonstration of piety. In the end, how can our observation of the law, or of manners for that matter, always serve the end of equipping us to grow in our ability to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God? Now for my mama, who is most certainly watching this, she watches them all. Don't worry about my disregarding all of the lessons I learned, all the things I was taught about good manners. I will put my fork down between bites and I will try as hard as I can to keep my elbows off the table. And I'll do so because it matters to you. And I care about communicating care and respect for you and others. Perhaps that's the point. Jesus speaks in this passage of what God expects and demands of us. It warns us not to miss the point. And the point is, I think, always about growing in loving relationship. Let us pray. Almighty God, we know it angers you when we focus on the outward law and neglect to love and care for one another well. Help us to not miss the point. Guide our words and our deeds that they might always be a reflection of you and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.